0: Um, Hey,
1: welcome to the Garden Path Podcast. I'm your host, Misty, and today I'm excited to have Elizabeth with me. Um, We are actually related. We are second cousins through our mothers, and um, we have a lot in common, and we actually didn't get to meet each other in person until, I don't know, a couple years ago. I think it was like 2011 or something.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's when it was. Yeah. So
1: anyway, I thought she'd be a great guest to have because um, we both like to garden and we both are kind of sentimental in regards to like memories of gardening with our families. Um, so I thought I would pass it on to you a little bit and you could kind of introduce yourself where you're from and um, kind of where you garden.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, I'm Elizabeth, um, I guess, yeah, so I, uh, online you can find me at elizabethmichelle.com, even though I haven't really been blogging a lot lately, so, um, yeah, I'm from Oklahoma, I have lived here my entire life, um, my dad's family is, they settled in this area, um, well, I say this area, I live in Norman, and my family, most of them live, um, um, just a little bit west of Paul's Valley and they settled there over a hundred years ago and really no one left. So um, they've been living in about a five mile radius for, for a hundred years. And um, so it's down in Southern Oklahoma, um, pretty warm most of the time. I mean, we, we get our share of snow and cold weather and, and that sort of thing. But, uh, stays, it stays pretty warm. It's, there's not a whole lot of difference between where, uh, my parents are located and, um, North Texas. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Definitely notice like if something's going to go on in Dallas, Fort Worth that you guys usually, you know, get it within a few hours of, yeah. of, of okay. my family. Exactly. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. So, but I live in Norman. I went to school at the University of Oklahoma and kind of stuck around up here, um, very different life than what I was used to back home. I grew up in the country and my grandparents have a farm and a ranch. And so I was always down there. Um, and now I live in kind of a, you know, it's, it's a small city. Um, it, it's not really a suburb. I mean, kind of, it is of Oklahoma city, but it's, it's its own you know little thing. Um, and so I did. started a lot of backyard gardening. The first thing I did whenever I moved into this house was uh, I planted six tomato plants out back. So <laughs> so I was like, I have room, you know, because I've been living in a dorm for a few years and it was nice to have my own dirt to dig in. So,
1: then yeah. Did you dig like straight in the ground or try to build stuff or how did um, you do that?
0: Actually... Is when we got this house, like my parents, um, my parents bought it because my brother was going to be coming to college up here, and so they wanted a place that we could both stay, and you know, for an investment. And um, the backyard was full of fruit trees. Oh wow! Yeah, it was like this lot is pretty big for being in town. Mm -hmm. Um, There were like I think I think total there were about fourteen fruit trees. And I didn't do uh, very good taking care of them. So um, they most of them are not here anymore because fruit trees actually require some care if you want them to.
1: Yeah, <laughs> to I kind do. of let Chris do all that maintenance stuff because it's kind of, yeah, it's a lot of work.
0: It is work. And um, the thing was, it had my yard had just become home to all the birds because they knew they could come there and just eat the fruit off the trees. So it was a mess. But um no, they there were a lot of raised beds built in the backyard. Wow. Yeah. So um they were pretty dilapidated even by the time I got to them. So but I used them for a couple of years before before they needed to be pulled out and then I did my own. But um yeah. So it was the person that it was a little old man who lived here before. I did and he did a lot of gardening. So the place was just ready for me.
1: Cool. And is it, I guess it's changed quite a bit over the years then, uh, since you've done it, since since you began gardening there. Um, how's, how's that transition been? What have you mostly flowers, Mm -hmm. vegetables or.
0: Yeah. You know, I've had a couple of bad years as far as vegetables go. Um, And it's really disheartening whenever you put in so much work and then just don't get much in return on it. Um, Yeah, I've lived here for ten years, so initially all I would ever plant were tomatoes um, because I love them. But um, I've moved on to doing a little bit more flower gardening, and actually, whenever I was in college, I took a—I wish I could remember the name of the class—but it was basically. An urban ecology course. Oh, cool! Yeah, um, and it got me interested in like kind of building a meadow in my backyard, which, um, by the way, gets a lot of mice. <laughs> so, uh, but I, you know, I've tried a lot of different things. I I'm trying to stick with uh, native plants whenever I do. Bring things in my backyard, so um, I'm really into you know the the prairie grasses and the things that uh, the the butterflies cool. around here enjoy and hummingbirds that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say you probably have a yard that would be good for a lot of uh, the prairie milkweeds. Um, there's a ton of species that you know most people think of like the typical red and orange flower milkweed, but mm-hmm. Um, there's a whole ton of cool ones out there. That you just either have to look for the seeds or find a it's really specialized nursery for them. But
0: I need to do that because that's actually one of the things that I have not gotten around to doing. Yeah, I any milkweed,
1: so and you would have monarchs galore. I bet. Yeah,
0: <sighs> yeah. It, it really did work. A couple of years ago, um, I started having. I was like looking and. It's like, what is this stuff all over my plants? And then I realized it was frass. Is that what that's what it's called, right? Yeah, from the Mm -hmm. like like bug poop. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was all over stuff, and I'm like looking around, and I had all of these little um, caterpillars, and I don't think very many of them managed to make it. (laughs) But like I said, birds. But yeah, it was at least it made it to that stage. That made me feel better about what I was doing. So.
1: So where are you getting your native grasses, uh, from a certain like local nursery or,
0: um, you know, I go to my, uh, farmer's market and oh. we have a lot of, I wish I could tell you some names, but a lot of people, um, that have stands there and there's one lady who just brings things in, um, like styrofoam cups, oh, <laughs> so, <wow. laughs> you know, um, so I've gotten a lot of my plants from from people there. Um, there are a couple of nurseries around here. My favorite one here in Norman is the greenhouse. Um, I just love it. Yeah, I think um, I've
1: seen you post pictures of of that place before. It looks pretty neat.
0: Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it's it's uh, they have so much stuff. They're really helpful, and um, yeah, they I I just lo- I could go there and just spend hours wandering around. <laughs> <laughs> Cool.
1: Um, so you said you like tomatoes. Any particular varieties
0: you've grown? or? Hmm. I I like the Cherokee purples. Um, let me think. There was one couple of years ago. Um, I got into some pink ones. Um, I, try, I can't remember what it was. It was a really big pink one. Um, and then an ox heart one year that I liked. Um, oh, German Johnson. Is that, that it? Uh, yeah, I did grow that one year. That one that one did pretty well. Um, there have been some, let me think, uh, Juliet, was it a Juliet? Was it a Juliet? I think I grew that one year. I, that was one that someone just gave me at the farmer's market and said, it, and it was their heirloom from like their grandmother. Right. Um, and I grew that and it did grow great around here um, and it makes sense. You know because the person had lived in this town for like you know seventy five years or something right um, but had a really tough skin didn't care for that at all so there oh. it was kind of a grape not it was a little bit bigger than a grape tomato maybe
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it had it had a terribly tough skin so i didn't I didn't grow those anymore, oh. yeah, I've
1: never yeah. tried Juliet, so I can't like vouch for like you know regional variety on that, so yeah. maybe
0: somebody else can. <laughs> There was one I grew also. I what was it called? Maybe a Black Prince. Is that what it was? Black Krim? No, nope. no. I do love those though. Yeah, those this, are good too. Yeah. Um. No, th- that actually may be my favorite one. I'm glad you brought that up. That yeah. is one of my favorites. Um. No, I think it was a Black Prince. I may okay. be, I may have it wrong. Um. I had really good luck with that one. Um. That thing, it got taller than me, which isn't saying much, but, um, <laughs> but it produced a lot of tomatoes. So,
1: yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah if you want to try another one that might be good for the heat is Arkansas Traveler.
0: I've, I've done those. Let me th- I'm trying to think, you know, I had a couple of really bad years as far as the heat and I had, um, what is it? The sunspot stuff. Oh, I, sounds, like Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah you bad. know, I actually thought it was, you guys must have it really tough. I mean, I think we have it tough too that it gets hot so quickly mm-hmm. and then we don't get to have fruit set. But I mean, you guys have even later of a frost date and it just gets hot. So you guys have. it just seems like y'all have such a narrow window to get tomatoes in.
0: Um. Yeah. And I usually am, I don't planet very well. <laughs> so they go in late and then they, they tend to get neglected, um, <laughs> because I will go on vacation or something and, you know,
1: <laughs> and you come back and there's like a million rotting tomatoes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and then I'm pretty bad. I mean, whatever, but I inhale storms, you know, my family, um, I've had a lot of them say, you know, if, you know, if God wants us to have it, he'll, he'll put the rain. I have an aunt who actually does not water her garden and <laughs> says, you know, like, you know, it'll, if it'll, it'll rain, it'll take care of it, whatever. Okay. When a hailstorm is coming, I am running outside with quilts and sheets. Oh my gosh. I, let me tell you, there have been years where everybody have had, they've had their stuff like decimated and no, I take, I'm, <laughs> i I didn't, you know, I couldn't do it if it was any bigger operation than what it is, but.
1: Right. Yeah. Gosh. I I think, I don't think I've ever had to go out and protect my stuff from hail. Do you guys get enough hailstorms?
0: There have been a couple of years where I've done that at least half a dozen times.
1: Oh my gosh. Holy cow.
0: (laughs) Because it's like, all it takes is one. Right. And everything is done. Right. It's very disappointing. Yeah.
1: Oh man. So do you try any winter winter gardening, like greens and that sort of stuff or
0: um usually? No, never really have. I've thought about it, but I haven't no, I haven't put in the time to get that started. Now my mom, uh you know, she has a greenhouse.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh Missy, they've been producing tomatoes <laughs> They've never stopped. <laughs> so she keeps like she's like, Oh, I forgot to bring you some tomatoes. I saw her yesterday. Just That's like, funny. Eat tomatoes. around tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. They're not as good as when they're outside, though.
1: No. No, they're definitely not.
0: Mm-hmm. No. But, yeah, so my mom, I grew up with her always just putting stuff on the ground. So um, I can remember the first garden that my dad tilled for her in the, in the backyard behind our house. Mm-hmm. And it was like we had like a ton of Johnson grass back there. And so he lit all that on fire and, and burned it down and then um, got the tiller out. And um, she, she planted so much stuff that year. I remember there being a ton of okra and beets um, because I have a little brother who loves beets. That was like the only vegetable he would eat. So, That's pretty strange for a kid. <laughs> I know. Ryan's a strange kid. So um yeah, he he liked those and um I think yeah I told you about this uh the thing where she planted the like some really hot peppers next to a tomato plant and we had a hot tomato. Right, right. I, I don't swear. know. If she swears <laughs> that it's true. So I don't I, know. Because I Googled that too and there were
1: several people that had the same story like and I was just like
0: this this just
1: doesn't make sense but I don't know.
0: I don't know either. I don't know. But so that was, that's like the first time that I remember her having a garden and I live next door to my great grandmother, my nanny. And she, uh, she had a garden forever. Um, That's probably one of my earliest memories is being outside in the middle of the summer. And then, you know, after we'd, it seems like, you know, you get to stay out so much later. In the summertime, right. yeah, and so it was like it was almost dark, so it had to have been pretty late. But um, she, what I remember about her garden is she had a setup where she had PVC pipe um, up against for all of her to PVC PVC
1: pipe.
0: Mm-hmm. She had it like a huge, probably well, two foot. Length of it sticking up out of the ground. Have you ever heard of this before? No, I have not. I don't know. Um, I, I was talking to my granny about it a while back and asked her. I think I asked her maybe where Nanny came up with it. I'm not sure if she could remember, but she's the only person I've ever seen do anything like that.
1: It may have been just um, something that they had around the house that, you know, they just had to make do with rigging something Well, she up. decided
0: she decided that that was a good way to get the water to the roots of the tomato plants. Like she had a, it was like a theory. (laughs) It was some kind of watering that she did. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And so she, my, my parents actually live in that house now and um, my nanny planted irises and stuff all around all of like all of her bulbs, you know, still come up. Every right. year and, and mom will split them off every once in a while and hand them out to family members. So, um, and now I think she's got some of the stuff that, that your mom gave her. from. Yeah. They've the been, daughters. uh, they've been trading plants.
1: I mean, at least once or twice. And, uh, mm-hmm. my mom, my mom definitely gets excited when she talks about it. She's like, <laughs> yeah, well, I need to do that some more. And I got this from Nita, and, you know, things like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. So my mom would, ki- she could keep me in plants if I, if I just let her because she's always, she's always bringing me something that she's dug dividing. Up around. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Now, does she compost or anything?
0: um No, no. Try, I was trying to think about that, but no, the most she ever does is throw a watermelon over the fence and then the cows eat it. So oh,
1: okay. No,
0: <laughs> she doesn't do anything like that. But I compost. Um, I'm very proud of my. My bin. Oh, good.
1: Do you have like a tumbler I, or an actual like bin outside?
0: Um, it is. I just I got a trash can. Oh, and I just started it, and um, my mix is off right now. I need I need to I need more brown to my green. Um, oh, but. Uh, no, I've been, I mean, I've had that going, you know, for almost the entire time that I've lived here and you know, it, it breaks down into something beautiful. So I, good. That's I cool. yeah, I'm, I usually, I try to be good about it and put everything that I can out there. But like I said, that makes my, I need more brown stuff in there. So I'm but surprised- I got a lot of leaves.
1: That's what I'm saying. I'm surprised uh, there's not a lot of people bagging leaves, especially as they clean up their yards for winter and all
0: that. Well, no one in my my neighborhood bags their leaves. They let them blow into my yard because <laughs> it's on the corner, and my fence catches everything. So it's it's a
1: yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. If you around here, I've got plenty of leaves to give you. We have bags and bags and bags and bags of them. So
0: I got plenty of leaves. I just need to get outside and
1: and uh, do something with it.
0: I hate it. I can't stand him picking
1: up leaves now. Uh. Oh my. So, um, sorry, I was (laughs) pulling my phone back up here. Um, no, you're talking about your early childhood gardening, um, and your mom, like where does she learn to kind of garden or was it just something she picked up because she had a place to do it or, or anything or, how did that get started, you know?
0: You know, I have never really talked to her about how or why. I mean, I think, you know, Not, I wouldn't get into it on here, but she right. had a fairly tumultuous childhood. And so I think that having a place of her own where she could do stuff like that was just always important to her. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I think about that, like how – she, like, if I think about when my, when her first garden was planted, you know, she had only been married, like, I don't know, like eight, eight years, something like that. And, and, you know, well, they, they, she started having kids immediately. So she, right. just, she didn't have a lot of time early on, but, but once we were, were big enough to kind of get out of her hair a little bit, that was one of the things she did. And I mean, once she got into that, um, that was kind of all she wrote because she used to be a big time reader. And I asked her just yesterday, I was like, why don't you read anymore? She said, oh, I don't have time. I have too much I need to do. <laughs> you know, I got to say, for a long time,
1: that was probably my excuse for not reading. I was like, I was always outside doing things and just mm-hmm. now coming back to reading. So, yeah. Yeah, you get busy. Yeah.
0: <sighs> so I don't know. I mean, I wonder if she, I mean, because she was around her grandmother. um, you know, our shared Mm great-grandmother a lot. And so I know she was around that garden. Um, And my Aunt Jewel had one and she spent a lot of time with with Jewel. So.
1: I think we, as kids, I mean, we pick up what we see. And even if we don't think we enjoy it as we get older, you know, in our teens and early twenties or whatever, but I think we always kind of have that in her head and go back to it, especially if it has fond memories attached to it, Mm -hmm. you know, Hey, I want to try growing this, like, you know, my mom, my grandmother, whomever. So I definitely think it holds on and Hey, your mom had the land for it too.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's like my other, my, my dad, I grew up mostly with my dad's family. Um, And so his, you know, his mother and father, My granny and papa, they have, they always have a garden and it's, it's usually, we're tomato people. We're like tomato and watermelon people. And that's, sometimes we'll have other stuff like okra, but yeah.
1: Yeah. I think a watermelon would be great for your soil and I mean the heat. It's like perfect.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've never, I've never grown one. Um, I've never, I've never tried. I don't think. Maybe I should do that because they don't really require much once you get it
1: mm-hmm. going. Yeah. If, if you can get past like the squash fine borers and the, oh, those guys coming in, <laughs> if you can get past them, then yeah, we, we've had decent luck with, uh, well, once or twice we had decent luck, but most of the time the boars get them. <laughs> so.
0: I hate those things so much.
1: Yeah. I don't know. There, I don't know what the secret is, but we have a very hard time.
0: Oh, my goodness. I was, I spent, there was a year where I just watched nothing but videos of, <laughs> of people, like, trying to get rid of them on YouTube, and, like, I still, it, it's just, like, once it happens, it happens, and you're done. So Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, you go out there, and you're like, oh, this looks great, and the next morning, you're like, what happened? <laughs> you're all mm-hmm. has
0: gone. Um, yeah. Well, I was, I was thinking about like the tomato thing and okay. So the way we found each other was interesting. Um, right. Yeah. Like I was looking online for some information about family, about some genealogy stuff. And I saw a post that you had made on a message board, like.
1: Probably like 2003 or something. Cause that's when I was oh. really into genealogy.
0: It was a while before. Yeah. And, and I just, I was like, well, this person probably won't see this, but I knew who you must have been whenever I read the post because I grew up with my, my mom talked about your mom all the time because your mom was her only like close female cousin. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was like, okay, well, this has gotta be, this has gotta be Donna's daughter. So, um, and I sent you that message and then when you, when you got back to me, which was actually pretty soon afterwards, and I wasn't expecting it because I figured whoever posted it had just forgotten about it years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I immediately started like, uh, Googling you <laughs> and <laughs> like the first thing that came up was your Etsy shop at the time. Oh gosh. Yeah. You had some, some tomato seeds, I think. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And when I started looking, I was like, this is so crazy. (laughs) We have so many, like I was just reading stuff. like, we have so many similar interests and this is wild. And then, then of course it turned out we were on that Anna Green Gables message board back in the day. Oh my God. Yes. And once I, once I knew what your (laughs) username was, I was like, I remember that girl. And it was, yeah, it's crazy. It's very crazy. I don't know. It's like all those, the shared interests, um, yeah, you just I, kind of wonder what's like in your genes or whatever, you know.
1: I I definitely agree. I'm sorry, jeans was bringing back Outlander to my head, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I talked earlier. Um, yeah, yeah I definitely definitely makes me like think like, okay, if we grown up near each other, mm-hmm. you know, what we would have, what we would have done, hang out, learned, we would have been book nerds probably
0: probably would have probably had probably a book club <laughs> yeah yeah so, uh,
1: yeah no yeah. i miss i miss my etsy shop but um etsy's so different than what it used to be and that was in like 2008 and 9 when i was really selling stuff so yeah gosh years ago
0: you were in florida
1: mhm yeah. yeah and that's when i grew tomatoes in the winter <laughs> i miss that so much
0: Gosh. Yeah. Well, um, so you, you said something about you know the land and like what you know our soil and stuff and what it's good for and whatnot. Um, and I think so. I don't know. I you're from Texas and mm-hmm. I'm from Oklahoma, <laughs> so that is like a thing here. I don't know if people who are not from around here know that that's like a thing. I mean, it is. You know, it's kind of like Oklahoma's, like, little brother kind of. Thing, right. You know, yeah. And generally, Texans are not very um, very kind in anything they have to say about <laughs> well, Oklahoma.
1: I think most of that stems from the whole Texas OU rivalry right. thing.
0: Right, right. I Yeah, I would oh. think so. I mean, because if you're going to, like, talk about it based on, like, what the land is like – well, everything north of Dallas looks exactly the same. The same. So,
1: yep. <laughs> um,
0: it's just, you know, plainsy and stuff. But, you know, that's kind of an interesting thing because I'm not from the part of Oklahoma that is flat, flat. I'm from, you know, the southern part where it's actually like the cross timbers. Um, so it's where like the eastern, the southeastern part that is kind of mountainous and well, maybe not mountainous, but it's hilly. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely rolling. Yeah, um, Where it meets up with uh, one of the prairies. I don't remember which one it is, but, um, and so, you know, I grew up on a hill and uh, kind of a rocky clay hill, you know, so um it's a different, you know, it's what I'm used to. Like I've never had dark rich dirt to work with. Um it's always just been red clay, clay. And yeah. Yeah, that's that's what it is and
1: and you have good sunset yeah, views.
0: Yeah, yeah, the sunset is amazing here. So, um
1: yeah, anytime you yeah. post pictures from sunsets, so at least from your parents' house, then it's, it's Oh, yeah. My nice parents view. have
0: got this amazing pond. <laughs> and um, yeah, always, I, you know, I, that's the thing. I was spoiled rotten with sunsets growing up. So um, I don't have a very good view where I am right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, suburbs or, or city, yeah. right?
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> There's some trees and some power lines in the way, so...
1: So, I mean, in that landscape, I mean, what do you think like people, what should people know about it to be more appreciative of, I mean, a, a state mm-hmm. that most people are flyover and, or an ache, it's a bad rap for various reasons and.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I mean, um yeah, the whole flyover state thing. Um I think it's a really complicated place you know, the history of Oklahoma. Um, it's so many people have lived here and, you know, I have, I have some native ancestry, um, which that's complicated by itself because if you can't, if you don't have enough to prove it, you know, right. That's not really something you can lay claim to very well, but, um, you know it's a harsh place, and especially in the springtime, um, people are like, "Why do you still live there?"
1: Right? Because, All the tornadoes.
0: Yeah, and you know I live I live about seven miles south of where regularly tornadoes seem to come through and just you know decimate a yeah. town. Yeah, and. I don't know. I mean, when you look at the the history of that and how many people are actually affected by it, you know, I think everybody thinks, or a lot of people outside of the state think that it happens to everybody all the time. I don't, no one in my family has ever been personally affected by a tornado, um, at least not in the last hundred years. So, Um, I don't know. I think it says something about the people. And not that they're stupid, but that they – because I think some people might think that, but um, – They're resilient? Uh-huh. Yeah, and they stick to it, and they help each other, and they don't they don't give up on things, and they kind of take things as they come. I mean, like my aunt that won't water a garden, you know? <laughs> I, has that worked for her, really? I can't really say that recently it has. <laughs> Um, I think we had a good rain back in 2006 or something, but, um, yeah. And last year was kind of wet, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's something that you have to experience. Um, you know, there's a lot of places that I have been that I wouldn't have ever thought I would have any interest in going. And, you know, like Jolene comes out here to visit me every once in a while and, I almost wonder if it would be if she could give you a better answer to that than I could, you know, because I'm so biased about it because I'm because I'm here. right? And, you know, I never intended to stay here. It's it, just something that happened. You know, I went to I went to college. My dad talked me into staying nearby. So I went to OU because he wanted me to get my basics like in state. So I did that. And then didn't end up leaving. And it was kind of whenever I was sitting in class up at OU that I decided, like, I, I just developed some appreciation for where I was from. And I think it was because I was in a room full of people who wanted to do nothing but tear it down. Right. And, you know, I was like, I get that your experience, you know, has not maybe been the best, or whatever. But I, I, had such a great childhood. You know, it wasn't without its issues, but I was surrounded by people who live kind of a simple life, you know? Um, And I, I, I think some people might, I don't know, just not have an appreciation for that. And it's not a life that I've chosen for myself, you know, to to get up every morning and, and do you know, like go out and milk cows, Yeah. <laughs> right. You no, know. but there's so much value in that. And with the whole flyover state thing, like this is where life happens. People, people live here and work here and, and make the things that make everybody else's lives better. You know, right. So, yeah, I, I love my middle of the country, you know, States. I, I, I love the plains and it's, I don't know, there's something about being able to see all of the sky, you know, like mm-hmm. just standing out in the middle of flat land. And I mean, really when you get North of here, it's, yeah, it's, and, uh, it's beautiful. And when you get that, like the cornflower blue of the sky up next to like that, like a golden rod kind of yellow, mm-hmm. that's amazing. It's like, you know, when a, when either a storm is coming in or it's left and it's just that that darkness in the sky up against the plains. It's one of my favorite things. I love it.
1: Oh, man. I can, like, paint the picture in my head now. <laughs> uh, and I think, I mean, speaking of the open spaces, I kind of felt mm-hmm. like that... Like when we went on a hike on the Appalachian Trail, it was, I mean, the Appalachian Trail is known as a green tunnel and Mm -hmm. because it is a green tunnel, (laughs) you get a view every now and then. But I felt, definitely felt claustrophobic and many times I was just like itching for space. I mean, Texas is similar in many areas to Oklahoma and that it has Mm -hmm. a lot of open spaces. And so I can definitely relate to being able to wanting to just see, (laughs) see the landscape around me. And, um, I'm definitely somebody who tries to, um, appreciate the lesser appreciated places. Um, I mean, whether it's a prairie or a wetland, um, I mean, yeah. certain people are more, more focused on on the forest or, um, you know, like the Pacific Northwest. Have people, you know, flock to go up there. And it, it is, it's truly beautiful. And the Rocky Mountains are beautiful. But I don't know. I'm just, I really love like the Southern forests and the Southeast, the pine, the longleaf pine um, what's left of the longleaf pine Um, and uh, just these landscapes that are totally underappreciated. And I love that there's other people out there that really love their home state and their, their home landscapes and, you know, try to promote that, as best as they can. Um, and you're one of them. So you're always posting about, you know, how much you love Oklahoma. And I, I like that. So.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, um, I don't know. It's, it's special. It's special to me. And I think it's, it's one of those things that's just, it's in, it's in my blood at this point. Like, (laughs) you know, my family crossed, crossed the line before it was legal And just kind of set up shop. So um, they were there. We're here long before that. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, So um, what do you have uh, in store for your garden for spring and summer? mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) I've got to really think about that because I'm going to be gone for three weeks at kind of a crucial point. Yeah. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So, um, you know, my moon garden that I started last year that almost got completely flooded out (laughs) that, um, I had such big plans for, um, I mean, there are bulbs over there, so things should start coming up. Mm -hmm. Um, I probably need to get that cleaned out. Um, yeah, I started a moon garden last year. I planted mostly like white flowers and some like Dark leafy things, and um once boy, once the moonflowers started going, they were amazing, but they didn't really seem to get going. I'm not kidding until like late September, early October. Oh, wow! Same hmm. thing happened to my neighbor next door, so hmm. I don't well, know what it was.
1: It was a wetter year last year, so I don't know, maybe that had something to do with it.
0: Yeah, but I don't know if I'm gonna plant any vegetables. Um, I may just work on like making sure the, the front flower beds look nice. And I was kinda thinking this year I might might be a better customer of the farmer's market and just yeah. give them my business.
1: Yeah. So sometimes it's the best way to go.
0: Yeah, I feel like if I invest too much early on I'm just gonna regret it. No, I know I will regret it because if I put plants in the ground <laughs> they will be dead when I come back. So
1: now, have yeah. you, or I mean, I mean, just kind of asked this earlier, but um, have you guys ever preserved anything, like canning or anything like that?
0: I haven't. No, I make a lot of fresh salsa, but I don't ever, I haven't ever done it. I, let me be honest with you, okay? There's, okay. there's a few things I'm terrified of: <laughs> food poisoning and, um, uh, like, pressure can- oh, yeah. canning mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. I feel
1: like I might we, blow myself up. We pressure canned when we were in Florida, and I feel like I don't know for some reason I felt like I was very like confident about it then, but now I'm like terrified of it. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but you have um, a small
0: child that might. Well, it
1: was even well that might be part of it. It was before him um, yeah. that I got that fear, but so I tend to like stick with the stuff that I can water bath the you know, I know is okay, but still like I have a can of tomatoes that I know are water bath. They're sealed. Um, But they're like, you know, probably 18 months old that is, you know, left. And I know they're probably fine, but I'll open it and I smell it. And I I like, okay, I hope I don't die. (laughs) You know, they seem fine. They smell fine. They taste fine, but still it's like that back of your mind. And I know people can freeze. Freeze you and freeze tomatoes and freeze salsa. It just, I don't know. I've never had good luck with f- like frozen mm, stuff. Yeah, frozen tomato taste, stuff? It yeah. doesn't
0: taste the same. Well, I think it does something to the, the texture of it too. It's yeah. Pretty, I like, I, I did it with salsa and regretted it. Yeah. It just was not something I wanted to do again.
1: No. no. I don't know. I would definitely like to get back into into it. But I
0: feel like I don't
1: eat enough of what I preserve and mm-hmm. I grow too much. I don't know. Yeah, I need to plan better.
0: Now, maybe I could try... Okay, so I'll tell you this story. That first garden, my mom tried to do something for me because I loved it so much. She tried to pickle okra. Oh. <laughs> and whenever... We opened that stuff up. It was the slimiest mess ever. It was so bad. (laughs) So, and she didn't ever do that again. Like, she still talks Mm. about the pickled okra.
1: (laughs) I've never pickled okra. I've pickled plenty of cucumbers, but. Yeah.
0: um, Yeah. I'll do some in the refrigerator. You know, I'll do the quick ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Those are easy, and I guess yeah. I don't feel nearly as, and as terrified of pickles because of the vinegar. The Vinegar, but yeah. yeah. But yeah. still, I don't know.
0: It's not. It's not I'm kind of like you. <laughs> I don't know, like, and and even I don't know. I haven't had anybody give me anything, um, that that they have canned. Okay. So I know, I mean, you're you lean vegetarian. I don't know if you are you doing that right now? No, right now. I would like to get back into it, but yeah. Well, I was just been. thinking about I saw somebody post something that they had like they had canned something with meat in it. And I was like, oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, you have to, I mean
1: that's one thing about the internet, and I know a lot of like the really the bloggers who are really into canning are out mm-hmm. there like definitely cautioning people about finding random like canning recipes. <laughs> you got to be sure to like follow an extension or the ball handbook or something like that that yeah and be safe for that i don 't know, and I think most people don't recommend canning meat i don't
0: know I just I, somehow that popped up on something I was looking at the other day and I was like, uh more power to you, I am not having anything to do with that." <laughs> You
1: know, we have, thankfully, refrigeration these days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, thankfully. So, yeah. know, speaking of other people canning, too, my uh, a coworker, she had made some lemon marmalade. And uh, I was like, oh, sounds great. But I was like, now, how did you can it? And I, I did ask. And she's like, oh, mm-hmm. water bath and all that. Okay, great. I feel much safer now because you know you never know if people really know how to do things properly oh yeah just nervous
0: oh now my dad raised me to be pretty fearful of eating food other people have prepared (laughs) he's like no offense to you but he'll be like do they have a cat in the house (laughs) (laughs) my my dad's just that way so
1: oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh goodness (laughs) yeah did you not grow up with pets
0: Oh no! Not at all.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: no, no. We had you know some cow dogs okay. outside. So, yeah.
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, is there anything yeah. else you would like to share about uh, you or your garden or Oklahoma? Oh, uh,
0: less tidbits. Um, it's a fun. It's a nice place. I think people should come here and you know, there are a lot of places around the state that are very, you know, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you down in the South part, you, I often go to the, the Chickasaw recreation area and that has a natural spring. Um, It's like 65 degrees year round. And that stream you know, it goes a long way through there. Um, and I mean, that's beautiful. You know, it's a very different, different part of the country. Um, then, you know, I spent a lot of time in the Wichita Mountains. Jolene and I hiked that, almost mm-hmm. died. It's not really. <laughs> um, and that is, you know, that's further to the west. And it's very, you know, they're mountains. They're, and they're really rocky, rocky mountains too so right. um and you know a place that i really haven't explored that much is the the far northern part and then the northwest and you know things get very different up there we have like the mesas
1: right and
0: you know because and that's that's like basically new mexico colorado and you right. know um yeah really different so i mean there's a lot of different kinds of land You know that meet up here, and yeah, there's there's a lot to explore. Um, I, you know, with my garden, it has been such a. I've learned so much, Um, because you know I was basically here by myself for a a while, and it was kind of like I said, it was the first thing that I did when I moved into this house. Like I cried when my mom left me here, (laughs) and then I went in the backyard and planted tomatoes. So. Um, you know, digging in this yard has, uh, it's such a, for me, it's really therapeutic. And I think that's a lot of, of why I do it. Um, I, I like to be out there. Yeah. It's, you know, I, it's, it's like when I make my coffee in the morning, it's, it's just much more of a ritual than anything else. Mm Um, and I, I, I love, I love seeing what I can produce and, you know, lately I've been just trying to make it more inviting to, to, you know, like maybe not so much the birds, the hummingbirds are fine, but (laughs) um, you know, the butterflies and you know, so um, it's, I love it. It's, you know, I can't really think about my life with, without thinking about like the, the things that I've I've planted over the years, um, and, and how that's changed and, um, yeah, I've, you know, started out much more of a vegetable gardener and now I'm kind of more into the flowers, which is a little surprising to me because I was less about the whole looking pretty thing. Right. Um, um, but, but, you know, the moon garden is really interesting to me and I've, you know, that's gotten me into kind of studying more about plants and, and, um, you know, I just, I, this one thing about whenever I get interested in something, I tend to kind of dig in and like research and mm-hmm. so then, yeah, I, it's just, it's so fun to learn, to learn new things and, you know, like see the difference between what I can plant and what my mom can plant, which you wouldn't think is that different, but it really is, you know? Yeah. Um, there's stuff that will work for her that, that won't work for me and vice versa. So, yeah, she was just up here the other day and noticing like across the street we're we're friends with my neighbor across the street and they, oh. they trade, they give each other plants and stuff a lot. So, mm-hmm. um, she's a, she's an, uh, an, an older lady and, uh, she's quite a gardener. And so, um, they had some stuff blooming out front and my mom's like, mine won't, mine won't bloom for weeks yet. I'm like, well, it's, <laughs> I don't know. Well, she, y'all are probably also getting
1: the ambient heat from the city too. So that I definitely know that affects me. Like what what'll bloom here versus never, just like ten miles away from me. It's it's insane.
0: I had never even thought about that. You're probably right. Yeah, yeah. So that's one theory. <laughs> yeah. So no. well. Yeah, and so spring's about to start. It's, I mean, it's going to be seventy, almost eighty degrees here tomorrow.
1: It was like eighty-five here yesterday. Uh, We were sweating.
0: Yeah, but you're an hour from the ocean.
1: I know, but still, (laughs) it's
0: hot. It's
1: too early because that means that means April is going to be like ninety-five and we're just done for. So I don't
0: want to think about it. Like that's yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go away for three weeks in May and then come back and go going oh. to South Carolina when I get back.
1: Oh, that's gonna be hot too though.
0: It's gonna be terrible is what it's gonna be. And humid. Yeah. Now see that's one thing I don't do is humidity. I can't stand it.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't survive here.
0: No, nope. I know it. Or know Florida. It.
1: Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, thank you so much for being on and for talking and rambling away with me. And I don't know. I learned a lot of interesting things about you and Oklahoma. Um, And yeah. um, Yay. You talked about your blog. Um, Is there anywhere else people could follow you? Um, Or that you would mind sharing? I
0: tweet a lot. I tweet a lot. My Twitter handle is Elizabeth Mel, which is confusing, but I'll spell it for you. It's Elizabeth with a Z and then M E L L E on the end. It's because I wanted Michelle, and it's not available, and it's too long. And I feel like I should be able to have my whole name on there. Yeah, and you have like one letter podcast? too long. Oh yeah, I do a podcast. <laughs> I do a couple of them. Um, I do pickled okra with my friend Jolene, and we just kind of talk about travel and weird stuff we see on the internet and TV and whatnot. And then I do another one called Picture Shows and Petticoats. And it started out being about Downton Abbey, but now it's kind of about Outlander and Misty's on there all the time with me. So
1: Yeah. You're the one so you're my podcast inspiration. So oh,
0: thanks. <laughs> I just, you know, it it came out of my dream of growing up and being the next Delilah like on the oh radio and not from the Bible. <laughs> um, yeah. All I wanted was like a radio call-in show where I could <laughs> play love songs for people.
1: Oh, my yeah. gosh. I spent – oh, this is like the wrong <laughs> podcast for this discussion. <laughs> but I spent a better part of my growing up years, like darkening my room at night, putting on <laughs> low lamps, listening to the easy listening station that had Delilah – and either staring out my window with airplanes and dreaming out boys or writing <laughs> or reading. So oh. I do know Delilah. Yeah.
0: Well, I, whenever I was 13, 12, probably 12, 12, about 12, I I called her and requested a song for a boy. Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> so embarrassing.
1: Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Well, we should wrap this up before right. we just go way off track. So all I know. right.
0: Thanks so, for having me. It was so
1: much fun. Thanks for joining me and uh, everybody else. If you want to comment on the blog or yeah, on the blog on the podcast, you can go to the blog thegardenpathpodcast.com. dot com. Or I'm um, now got got Twitter set up now. Um, didn't realize I could link my Twitter accounts, and I found that out. Um, so I'm at the at gpath podcast on Twitter, and obviously drop us uh, ratings and review on iTunes and you can subscribe at iTunes and Stitcher. So um, we'll be back next week and uh, talk to you guys later. Bye.